right then, guys. So welcome to the first WMBF UK podcast. Uh, my name is Leon Mitchell and I am joined with my co-host, Rob Brown. And today we've got a special guest on today's show because we're kicking off the show in style. Um, we have the one, the only, Josh Grogan. Okay, so, you know, myself, I'm a WMBF pro, uh, recently turned a pro back in um, October at the Supernatural show. Um, and today I'm going to be your host alongside Rob. Rob, introduce yourself, my man. Thanks, Leon. Uh, so, yeah, I am Rob. I am hopefully in 2023, I'm just going to put it straight out there, joining you in the, in the pro ranks. That's what, that's what I'm here along this journey for. Um, but I have been a natural bodybuilder since 2018, started off super young in the teenage division, winning what was back then, obviously the WMBF affiliate, the UK DFBA, um, UK and international, um, winning that and getting an invite to the Worlds, which I didn't go to, um, and then also receiving another invite that I couldn't go to, but we won't go into that today. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm here along the, the representing the amateur side of the WMBF, and nice. I am privileged to be. Good, good to have you on board, buddy. So let's get to the main man, Mr. Josh Grogan. How are you, my friend? I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me. Um, just following on from like your guys' intros, I'm also a WMBF pro. Uh, I turned pro at the same show as Leon. Um, uh, yeah, what were that? The Super Seven, eight weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like two months back. Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. October 31st. Yeah, so, um, yeah, turned pro there in the men's physique division. Um, yeah, then went on to compete um, on a pro stage at the Worlds. Um, fair to say, it went pretty well. Came third in my class, which was, like, way better than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I was aiming for like top 20, but you know, third, third, top 20, you know, very similar. Um, yeah, that's me. I've been competing for the last three years. So since I was 22, um, yeah, third year competing in a row and yeah, really enjoy it. Love it. And it's gone very well so far. Nice. Yeah, that's me. So, so take us back to where your whole bodybuilding journey began, buddy. What got you into bodybuilding? And, you know, how did you find yourself kind of moving towards the men's physique division? Um, So, long story short, I used to play football at a young age, um, well, up until the age of, like, 16. Um, I did my ACL playing. So, kind of then just switched to just kind of keeping fit, keeping healthy. And, um, yeah, ended up kind of putting on quite a lot of size quite quickly. So back in 2019, the uh, the guy that was like the manager of the gym that I was training at was like, oh, there's a there's a show in like a month's time. Um, you're pretty lean if you competed. Like if you committed more to like, a, I don't know, like a bodybuilding diet, you could probably get ready for it. So four weeks before, entered the show, um, stepped on stage in the open division at 22-year-old and won. Um, in an un- untested fed. Uh, it, were, it weren't like a big show. It's not like I went and won a PCA title, but yeah. um, it, 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 were, it were big enough. It were like kind of lit the fire for everything that followed. So 
Um, my first year competing, I did three shows, um, won the first, came fourth in the second, and then came like sixth at the British finals, which, you know, weren't bad. Um, following year, so we went into lockdown, um, what were it, March, um, and then I, I dead set on competing again in the September. So even in the lockdown sessions, fully committed to it, fully committed to the diet, fully committed to the training. Um, yeah, competed, did three shows, won them all. So did the PCA UK Open, won that. Um, did the Two Bros Natural Classic, won the overall at that, and then did UK DFBA uh, Junior Men's Physique, and I won that as well. So again, second year of competing, the fire was very much lit. I wanted to go for my pro card that season, but unfortunately, due to like everything that was going off, there weren't really any pro cards to go for. So that led on to this year, um, third year of competing in a row. Again, had a pretty decent off-season in and out of lockdowns. Uh, luckily for me, I've got a pretty good facility at home. Uh, and then, yeah, kind of went went for it. The, uh, the goal was WNBF Pro, uh, nothing else. And at the first crack, nailed it. Nice. So, yeah. Man, it sounds like you've had a successful run, um, especially, you know, coming from a football background and then obviously just kind of just someone just potentially showing you a potential alternative option to kind of still stay committed to a sport. So tell me something. So along your journey, was there any inspirations, um, you know, any people that you kind of thought, you know what, wow, that person looks great, you know, wouldn't mind, you know, having a similar physique to that or was there anyone that you was kind of watching at the time that was competing and you thought, wow, what a, what a run? So um, when I was 16, my uncle, he's a, uh, he used to be a window cleaner. And uh, he came to me, he was like, oh, yeah, you've just got into your training, haven't you? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, oh, this guy that I, I'm cleaning his windows, uh, like, every two weeks, he's called, uh, he's called Ryan Terry. You should follow him on Instagram. <laughs> no way. Wow. So I, was wow like, I was like, okay, I'll follow this Ryan Terry. Next thing you know, like, he's, he's gone to the Olympia, he plays, what were it, second or third in his first try. And that were it. Like I, I was like, right, men's physique, that's the one. I've got no <laughs> legs because uh, because of all the operations that I've had. It's perfect. So yeah, that 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 was it for me. I saw his physique and I thought yeah. that is that's how I want to look. And uh, yeah, well, the rest is history, really. Oh, nice, nice, man. Well, that's that's what it's all about. Sometimes I think you know a lot of people always connect with someone who you know they aspire to or they see a great run of success, and it kind of gives you that extra motivation to keep pushing during your prep or you know whatever you're working towards. So oh yeah, hundred percent. That you use the legend that is Ryan Terry like, to kind of be your guy. You know what I mean? So talk talk to me about that first time, obviously that you done your prep because obviously you'd never done a prep before and you're going into shows. How did you feel? Um, you know, how did you approach prep? life versus normal life. that that first time was like bizarre um I, 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 put, I did like a little mini cut to go on holiday to new york and basically i came home and I, my mates were like oh yeah you're still pretty shredded like oh why don't you just enter a show and i'm like nah nah so like at that moment like for that prep it were very much like low food no cardio didn't didn't track steps didn't do any stairmaster nothing like that yeah it would absolute doddle but you know I dieted hard enough I weren't that I weren't like I weren't out of shape at all I just looked I just looked reasonably fit mm. um so yeah like comparing my first prep to like my most recent one um my first prep for like 
from start to finish it was 12 weeks, but that's purely because like I did three shows. The first yeah. show were four weeks into the prep. Uh, and again, like I won that. Then then like I were done. I'm like, now nah, that's it. Going to an off-season grow. Had like a week of like 5,000 calories a day. Ended up like back at square one and then essentially started prep again to do another show. I did the PCA Midlands and placed fourth in like the biggest class that I've, I've ever been in to date. Um, and then ended up doing the British finals. So on that PCA Midland show, because I'm such a novice, I, I didn't realise what a junior were. I thought mm. a junior were like under 16 year old. <laughs> so I entered the open against these, like obviously me as a natty, or against these absolute giants. I'm like, what on earth am I doing here? But again, placed fourth because like my natural shape suited the suited the category, mm. suited the class. So having spoke to a few judges there I thought I did terribly they were like no like it's a bit crazy that you're 24 and you're kind of giving guys that are like you know the peak of their game a run for the money so yeah just kind of uh, just kind of kept snowballing and on to the next on to the next got my arse handed to me at the British finals to be expected but that's what that's what lit the fire for right I'm not done I'm going again next time I compete I'm going to be doing it in a natural federation it's going to be like a level playing field for myself. And yeah, that's that's that. Okay. First prep was just winged it. <laughs> and at what point did you kind of feel, okay, cool, I need to get some specialist help. So at what point did you appoint a coach or you start to consider, you know, getting someone who can guide you and you just execute? So my like kind of way with a coach, I only had a coach for this most recent prep. And even then it was like only the last few weeks. Okay. So my background, I, I went to Sheffield Hallam University. I, I studied sports science. And one of the lecturers at uni was Andrew, who uh, was like, you know, the president of the WNBF. Mm -hmm. So like following him on Instagram and then following like other people, obviously you got like AJ Morris, like the, the Natty Goats. I trained at Ultraflex Rotherham. So like Kuba, um, He's like a big inspiration, a big influence on like my training and my life. Um, just kind of like being around people like that and learning as much off of them. I didn't really need, necessarily need a coach at that moment in time. And I was like literally just really getting really good at applying what I was seeing and what I was hearing and conversations that I were having. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've never really worked with a coach. All my off seasons have been my own. Uh, I am a coach myself, so I know what to look for. Um I am I'm really disciplined. So it's yeah, coaching myself's not been an issue. Um my experiences with a coach, I worked with AJ Morris for the last six weeks of this year's prep. Um obviously went really bloody well because uh, first crack we uh, we went and took that overall at the WNBF UK mm -hmm. show. Um yeah. So getting my ass handed to me, like forced me to level up in lockdown, in the first lockdown. Um, I got myself a training partner, uh, Jake Braley. If any of like, if either of you are aware of Jake, he's a bit of a monster. Um, not yeah, until a few weeks back. Yeah, Jake, Jake's a big old boy. Um, seriously strong. So just training with him as well and like almost being competitive with him. Uh, forced me to level up it forced me to kind of get out of that junior mentality and thinking yes. oh hold up I need to level up I need to act like an adult rather than a, a junior yeah 
I think that's a great shout sometimes when you train your training partners or you have someone who kind of gives you that extra push and the extra thing like, fuck, I need to, I need to wake up, pardon my French. You know what I mean? It could be just training with someone a little bit bigger in a different class, someone who could give you the extra push or sometimes it's your training environment, right? So a lot of people yeah. have seen a lot of nat natties be training in, you know, your commercial gym spaces, not really often in your kind of more bodybuilding type of gym. So sometimes when you switch your environment, you actually get a bigger push and you start to realize, oh, wow, I need to put some extra work in. And then you come out on top. So I think that's... Yeah, 100%. You know, that you find it, it, alternative ways to keep pushing. So talk to me about pro-life now, buddy. How do you feel as like being pro a pro, buddy? Huh? Pro-life, right. So the goal for turning pro, I know that I said earlier that, like, it was the goal for this year. It weren't the expectation for this year. Obviously, mm -hmm. whenever you step on stage, you want to win but I'm very, very realistic. I'm very aware of how good other guys are. Like I did five shows this year and uh, the first three I came second at. So there's guys that are good, that, that are like phenomenal. And obviously it depends, it depends on the judges on the day. But yeah, my goal originally, and my realistic goal was to turn pro in 2023. So mm -hmm. set myself the, the target of turning pro by 26 year old. And then obviously achieving that two years earlier, it just kind of puts me at an advantage. Like I'm, I'm so happy to not compete next year or maybe take a two-year off-season. If I need a three-year off-season, I need a three-year off-season. But I've got all the time in the world to grow and kind of put, my, put myself in the best position for being competitive on a pro stage, on every pro stage, like within the WNBF. So, so talk to me about the lead up to that pro show. You know, how was you feeling, um, you know, you know, on the day? Was was you anxious to get on stage and just go out there and showcase? Was you a little bit nervous? Because I think a lot of people don't realise sometimes, you know, when you're going into a show and there's a lot at stake, how, you know, the feelings and the emotions that kind of build up as an athlete, you know, before you even step on the stage. And then when you get on step on stage, you're like, oh, wow, it's time. So how was you feeling? Oh, mate. I've just been editing the uh, the vlog from like pre-show day and oh my God, I can, I can just see my nerves. Like I were nervous as hell. Like, oh, crazy. Um, how did I feel? Yeah, very nervous. It weren't the best run up. I think I spoke to you, Rob, about like um, at the WNBF UK show. Like I were adamant I weren't going to Vegas. Like... <laughs> My season were done on the 31st of October and then that were it. Um, yeah, I remember that conversation. You were you were definitely a bit you were you were a bit like, oh, it'd be great to win and get the invite, but I don't yeah, you were like you weren't sure whether you were gonna go or not. That that fairly changed quickly. Yes, that, that changed very quick. I literally I got home, had a conversation with my dad and he was like, Right, so have you qualified? I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, Right, well, go. Book your flights. I was like, oh, I've got to prep for another two weeks. I've just had like 24 hours of eating whatever I want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, preparations, it, it were fine. Um, it's just putting that like curveball of having like a full day travel. Mm -hmm. And then there were like the added stress of having to do like a PCR before you went. I know Rob's got great experience with doing PCR tests before flying. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we just like stress city for like 10 days. Um, then when we got out to Vegas, I ended up with like a bit of a stomach bug. So 
before the show, I were like, I, I couldn't gain weight. I were like losing like a kilo every day. They were what the the day before the show, I woke up two kilos lighter than the day before. So I were like, I was just like, what the hell's going off? Yeah. But it's 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 everything, isn't it? It's drinking different water, different yeah. sleep pattern, Same. different food. It were all like really good, almost like data for next time I go to a Worlds, mm-hmm. like next time I compete abroad, whatever. Um, but yeah, very, very nerve wracking. Obviously, with it being my first pro show, I weren't sure what the standard were going to be like. I were certain that I was going to get my arse handed to me, but... Thankfully, that weren't the case. I, I, I do believe I held my own in my class. Uh, yeah. Well, buddy, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people, um, you know, don't really know what to expect when you're going to compete abroad and some of the variables that will kind of affect your prep um, and potentially how you look on the day. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's really hard to kind of gauge, okay, you know, what you're going to look like when you land. Are you going to be retaining any water, et cetera? What's the best approach? Is there so many variables? But I think if, you know, if you get out there in time, allow your body to adjust and climatize because the smallest of things, as you said, like drinking different types of water, oh, yeah. different produces, it's just going to just change how you look. But I think if you give yourself enough time ahead, then you better kind of just make the adjustments. But um, yeah, man, yeah. you had a you had a fantastic, a fantastic morning, um, you know, up on that stage and just rocking that that pro stage, man. So now you're now you're a pro. What next, buddy? What next? What next? The the question really, isn't it? Um, I think for me, uh, I love bodybuilding. I, I'm a coach, like I'm a PT. I live and breathe this stuff. I just want to get involved as much as possible. So like having clients compete, obviously doing things like this. Um, I'll be going to all the shows next year to watch and support people. It's, it's basically just going to be like immersing myself in the kind of like community for mm-hmm. for the foreseeable. Um, competitive wise, it'll be 2023 when I compete next. Yeah. And like we're just on about the variables then, I want to control as many as possible. So like my goal now is to put myself in a position where I can move out to America for a few months before the show. Nice. Go and do a few of the other pro shows, like the, the smaller pro shows, uh, get my name out there. Like, you know, one of my key th- things on feedback was that my posing needs to change. So like, I'm used to doing like things, the how the Americans describe it, the British way. I need to learn how to do it the American way, the the world way, because that, that that's going to be like the, the one and 2% that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So like, when you are at the top of the, the top of that tree, it's the smallest things that kind of like dictate placings and I'm buzzing with third, but as soon as I came off it, it were like, you've got a physique that could win, that could come second. You just need to work on this, this and this. And I'm like, there's such minor things like, you know, Mm -hmm. does it matter? And they're like, yeah, everything matters. I was like, okay, right. Well, next time I'm going to make sure that my posing's right. I'm going to make sure that I don't drink any tap water in the hotels (laughs) and make sure that, You know, I've got a kettle for hot water rather than having to rely on bloody Starbucks to give me cups of hot water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a bit of a golden um, nugget that they gave you in terms of, 
you know, changing your approach from the UK style to more the American style. And I think that's really important for athletes when you're, you know, competing in different federations is just understanding what is actually required of you, not just in your home turf, but then also when you travel abroad as yeah. well, because if you nail that, then you know what they're looking for. And then you can realistically have a better opportunity to place a little bit higher. So that's some great insight from yeah. the judges. Um, so what kind of advice do you give to any new athletes, anyone that's kind of considering competing, um, you know, taking it to that next level or chasing that pro card? Because obviously the WMBF UK have got some fantastic opportunities coming up in 2022. So what would you give to the next generation or those coming through? The, these conversations that I'm having a lot at the minute, like what, as a first timer, as a novice, what's, what's the things that you can do? Well, for starters, I'd go and watch a few shows, go and get a vibe for like, oh, this is a bodybuilding show. This is how long you're on stage. Like, oh, this is where you stand. This is how you do the, the turns. Like, knowing you're left and right when they say, cool, quarter turn to the right, don't turn to the left. Um, just make sure that this is what you want to do. Because, you know, a prep, like, I know I was saying that my first prep was four weeks. Mm -hmm. My most recent prep was 26 weeks. So if you're having to, prep for that long you've got to love it you've got to love it or you've got to be like disciplined to the high heavens so yeah go and try go and immerse yourself in like a bodybuilding show take some notes make sure that the class that you're wanting to do is right for you right for your physique like obviously I do men's physique because my legs aren't quite good enough I've got that V taper that is like well, it's essential isn't it, in um, mm. men's physique Whereas, like, Leon, you're probably not going to do very well in men's physique, mate. Your legs are <laughs> enormous. Yeah, so just, like, make sure that you pick a class. Make sure that you know how to pose for that class. I'd definitely get a coach for posing or prepping or even both. Um, just get as prepared as you possibly can. Um, you can't be too prepared for these things. Yeah. yeah Preparation, immerse yourself and enjoy it. Nice, nice. And are you going to be doing it or popping up to any of the WMBF kind of workshops? I think you should because you're going to be the nat natty version of Ryan Terry. So, buddy. So. Mate, I, I, <laughs> There's I, no I'm, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> Signing autographs, kissing babies. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> buddy. Because I think, you know, everyone's going to be looking up to, to you, um, you know, in the natural scene as, you know, pushing it and leading the way forward for men's physique um because obviously you've got the untested guys who were just you know some of them just unrealistic um whereas you what your goals and what you've achieved is is much more attainable to anyone trying, oh, God, yeah. trying to get into the sport so i think buddy use your platform to elevate and motivate those that want to become the next men's physique guys all of that mate yeah of course i will of course nice. i will well thanks for coming on the show today buddy um i don't know you know rob you got anything else for josh no, uh, not really. I think one thing that I, I would say is watch Josh's YouTube because I've been loving it and it's a really okay. good video. Yeah, yeah, Josh, Josh, give us a plug, buddy. How, how do we find you yeah. on YouTube? How do we find you on social media? I think your signal's gone a bit late. Um, my YouTube is just my name, so Josh Crogan. Uh, my Instagram is also my name, Josh Crogan underscore. Uh, and yeah, through there you can find me. You can, you know, chat to me. I'll reply. If you've got any questions that you want to ask me about like men's physique or posing or, or prep anything, just drop me a message. I am more than happy to help. 
Okay, there you go, guys. So you can reach out to Josh on his social channels and just, you know, follow his journey um, to his next pro show. Um, well, Josh, thanks for coming on the show. As I said, we've just kicked off the first WMBF UK podcast. Um, there's more to follow. So guys, just make sure you like, subscribe and just share it with your friends because we need to make this natty scene epic um there's so many of yeah, us we, we, we need to blow it up mate i'm telling up. you i'm telling you i think if anything last season just just echoed just how big the natty scene is and i think 2022 we're going to just see that even grow even more and i'm looking forward yeah. to you know the first timers wmbf um you know show and then also the big open international show which is going to have everyone which is going to be supernatural's version two so yeah, yeah. it's going to be an epic yeah. season guys cool all right then, guys. Well, thanks for coming on today. And that's a wrap. My name's Leon. That's Rob. That's John. John. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sugar. Right. I, end, I, I love how many funny. names you what call me. What the hell? Josh, Josh, Josh. My bad, my bad. John Crogan. <laughs> hey, what, would, what would a podcast be without any bloopers, guys? What would it be without any bloopers? And network issues. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Liam. All right, then, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy. Cheers. Thanks for having me. <laughs>